Today on this episode of the Crubcast, we're talking about dead video game genres and which ones we think should be brought back, specifically probably in Fortnite, because it'd be really funny. Uh, my name's Kevin, also known as the Golden Bolt. I'm here with my fellow co-crubbers in order from most sexy to equally sexy, Wolf chaos on. Let's go! My name's Wolf chaos on. Hi. Hi, Sean. I'm also here with Chris Mykonos fan. Hey, look, that's me. He's the one with the name under his thing, if you're watching the video version of this podcast at youtube.com slash at official and the dancing maestro himself, all hail buckets. Hi, Nico. It is I. What's up, gamers? I don't know. What is up? Yeah, I don't, who is up? Really? Me? Who How up? You up? up? Why is it listeners? Listeners, are you up? Because you're going to be by the time we're done talking about today's topic. So we each uh, picked out because of the the recent advent of Fortnite Rocket Racing and Fortnite Guitar Hero Mode. I forget what that one's called. Uh, We started thinking about Uh, Fortnite Festival. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, We started thinking about how uh, Fortnite has become kind of a platform uh, in itself. And we're not going to talk specifically about Fortnite, but the idea of this game that's bigger than games that can bring back genres that can't exactly be super successful on their own. And uh, in some way, we'll talk about how it'd be really funny, for example, to have a Fortnite RTS. Chris, I think you started with RTS on our list here that we talked about beforehand. Do you want to explain why RTSs are dead and or why you think they're dead and why Fortnite would be the great way to do one? I feel like they're dead just because there's been a lot of L's in the RTS space. Um, Company of Heroes 3. I think it came and did kind of okay, but I feel like every time I check in on that game, there's some issue with the developer and there's just the whole kind of weird thing. Microsoft kind of has it going with Age of Empires 4 and the remasters. Like they're kind of keeping it going, but kind of in the way this where gaming has just in some ways become so much more popular that RTS just kind of stayed around where it was and it feels more dead than it is. I don't think anyone's come around and made like a really successful RTS that kind of hits broad in a while. And Fortnite feels like the place to put it, but this was mostly motivated by me being like, wouldn't it be funny to deploy Peter Griffin? in mass yeah. armies and send them to fight like Eminem and John Wick and stuff like that. So, Ooh. you know, what if we did a, a Fortnite clash of clans, like city builder, Ooh. that'd be, oh that'd, yeah. that'd be a oh, great that, way of doing it. Yeah, Ptopia could that'd actually be exist. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. City builder uh, was my other idea. Yeah. I was like, well, you know, what if you had little Peter Griffins running around the little city and they were like, <laughs> you know, bringing resources back in with coal and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is a dumb idea. <laughs> I uh, basically, I just wanted all the dumb Fortnite characters to have to do really stupid things. Which, to be fair, is the point of Fortnite at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nico, we'll go to you next. Which uh, which one do you want to bring up first as far as a dead genre that you'd like to see yeah. back? Well, so actually, I, I need to append something. Because okay. uh, what I told you guys in our, in our um, pre-production meeting essentially was uh, Endless Runners. And I still am saying that I'm saying that for this one, endless runners. It's a game that like, you know, people haven't um, made a good one since temple run. Nope. I lied. They haven't made a good one since the Sonic, uh, the Sonic one. Oh, that one Sonic was the Dash. best one. Which one? Sonic there's Dash Sonic was Dash, the best one. And then there's yeah. Sonic prime dash. And then there's <clears throat> Sonic. We Boom can't. Dash. We can't. And there's Sonic <laughs> forces frontier front power dash. There yeah, sure yeah, is. So Sonic dash was probably my favorite endless runner. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that Fortnite could be the place to bring that back. Now, what I would like to append is, you know, what's a dead genre, a genre that never existed. And that is mm-hmm. games that play like they look in the mobile ads. So if you've ever seen mobile <laughs> ads for games, okay. none of the games play like they look. And some of them look pretty darn fun. And so my pitch uh, for Fortnite is to have an entire Fortnite mobile platform that has an endless runner. It has uh, some other game, like a find the differences game, like, you know, games that you just see can, in mobile ads, but the catch is they actually work and they don't put a virus on your phone. Can we do the one where it's an endless runner, but you have to like shoot a bunch of little guys and build up power? It's like every yes. mobile game I've seen in mm. the last 40 years at this point. Yes. Oh, that'd be great. Sean, and they also they also play Family Guy clips at the top of the screen. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. ooh. They've already got TikTok, in, you know. TikTok yeah. algorithm oh, yeah. bypassing Fortnite game. 
Yeah. That's the way. That's the future. I don't know what any of those words mean. Sean, (laughs) what was your first idea for a a dead genre, why you want to see it back, and why Fortnite would be the best or worst way to do it? Okay, so this isn't technically a really dead genre. There's actually been a lot of recent games coming up, and they've been a lot of fun. Uh, One of the other club members, uh, Trav Guy, covers a lot of these types of games. Boomer Shooter, just because I think just playing Fortnite as a boomer shooter is hilarious to me just to like have just random and i don't mean like you know 3d you know i mean like the 2d doom style where you just have like this peter peter griffin like pixel art coming up to you like but super pixelated the entire time and 16 crunchy bit and just shooting peter griffin um and you you can pick whoever you want but it really doesn't matter because you just see the gun in front of you uh i just think that'd be a lot of fun another thing that came up to mind the whole like you know boomer shooter in fortnite it's just because like i i just like the idea of just making another gun game in a game where you just have guns the entire time i don't know it's just stupid to me but yeah uh go watch trap guy videos because he does a lot of good <laughs> boomer shooter videos watch them after you've watched every crib yeah. yeah 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 wait until we're yeah. done I like that because yeah. it made me think of the Doom Guy face and the HUD at the bottom. Yeah, and I was like, that but Peter Griffin. Uh, all of this is they really already, just wouldn't it be funny if Peter Griffin did this for they the already record? Had but, yeah, the HUD or yeah. the yeah. Alien. Fortnite's HUD is already kind of the Doom HUD. Just put in the middle. Yeah. Just put a little Peter. Yeah, just angry and like looking yeah. around yeah. and getting hurt. Or, I mean, or just you like legitimately screaming. You could screaming. just make that like an interface option for Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, they could just make that. A, you could just play normal battle royale in first person boomer view. You know? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I just find it like, I don't know. It was just like the idea of just making another shooting game inside of a game where you shoot stuff is just hilarious to me and stupid. Um, <laughs> Kevin. So, uh, do we want a real one or a not? I'll give you a not real one first text based adventure right. game. I think a text-based adventure game would be really fun in Fortnite. Uh, it's not multiplayer. You just you load up Fortnite and then they you read. It's how to get kids to read. <laughs> Loki, I back whole... that though. I back that, and then they could make it like. See now, this would be somewhere where incorporating elements of AI. What you look like? You've had a revelation. Fort News. Fort News. <laughs> and it's a news platform. <laughs> Entirely in Fortnite. Like you have okay. Jonesy reading the headlines. Okay, but it would have to have some sort of like. Um, no. <laughs> I'm just to give Tomodachi life at that point. Yeah, I, honestly. I want that because that means that's yeah. Troy Baker reading the news specifically for Jonesy. <laughs> and that's just funny. I was of thinking I was news. thinking it's like the Splatoon, uh, the when you launch the game, the updates where it's all in. It's, oh, it could be, we'll get Joe Swanson in and he'll do like his banjo kazooie. No, stop that. Actually, Sean, Sean just said, Sean just said Tomodachi life. Yes. (laughs) That's not a a two game genre isn't a genre, but that's a dead genre of Fortnite. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody else say that until we get around to me the second time. Uh, We'll just forget that real quick. I'll bounce up and give you a real one, which is uh, actually that's a fake one too. Uh, Extreme sports games. Uh, and and it's, I'll, give you, I'll give you two for the price of one, car combat. Because both of those things are already in Fortnite in some capacity now. You already have weird parkour stuff. You already have yeah. car racing, also known as rocket racing, also known as car soccer, but racing, car racing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that both of these are, are actual things that Fortnite could do, not in terms of a, a gameplay thing. Obviously, they can pull it off. They have infinite developers that they don't pay enough. Um, but more in the sense of those genres do not tend to perform well and they can't really justify the higher development costs that exist nowadays with a higher graphical fidelity and more particles and more things a a series like twisted metal for example existed when it did because it was easier to do fewer effects because you had less to work with as things scale up it gets harder and harder that's why we haven't had a really cool burnout game also because companies don't want their real cars to be smashed to bits uh, with super realistic physics or super unrealistic physics, but crumples and all that stuff. But mm. both of these things, uh, again, they don't tend to perform well. So having like uh, an SSX or a, a Tony Hawk style of, of gameplay in Fortnite 
would be how you subsidize the cost of that production in the same way that Rocket Racing is probably the most successful racing game in recent memory, but it's not doing nearly as well as Fortnite or the Lego Fortnite mode in daily player count. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, so they I, do I don't have know a trick system on the motorbike. Yeah. There's already like a trick system when you go around yeah. in the Battle Royale mode. So I'm like, they've already got the trick system figured out. Yeah, like it's it's right there. It's right for the taking. Car combat would be more involved. You'd probably have psionics do that. And yeah, uh, that tracks. But even still, like you have this infinite money platform, and it seems like their goal is to do like the Coke strategy of add new versions of products, and mm-hmm. that way it's it it counts as new sales. Essentially, it counts as new units moved. It counts as new players. So you keep the numbers up and in infinite capitalism and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, yeah. Nico, um, I'll jump to you because I a I don't know what. I don't know what Rocket Racing's player count looks like now. I know it was still much lower than Fortnite to begin with. I don't know. If yeah, you know well, I see like forty-eight thousand when I log in and look at it. Something yeah, like that. And uh, the first week after it came out, it was like five hundred thousand current players. Like was the peak, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last I checked a couple weeks ago, the total player base was two point one million. Um, across all of Fortnite? of course. No, of course. Oh, on, on Rocket Racing. On Rocket Racing. Gotcha. There was like 31 million for that, Battle Royale yeah. for like, you know, for reference. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a couple weeks ago. So like it could have grown. Battle Royale probably grew. Like their whole platform is about growth. Um, yeah. But so my next one is Tamadachi Life. Um, that type of, uh, you know, that, that, uh, that type of genre of game. And by that, I mean a game where you can create characters and then they text to speech <laughs> and you can and just they just do whatever they want yeah just hang yeah. out on a little island you know together right. and it you is. the player are an in-game character separate from your avatar in the game that's mm. your look-alike right and that's the the gimmick of Tamodachi Life specifically, but I would like to see that in Fortnite yeah. because I think it'd be really funny to just have like even if you don't create the character, well, first of all, have the create a character. Make it so mm-hmm. you can just create a character in Fortnite. You just have to buy aesthetic like packs or whatever, right? Step like That's an actual avatar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and wow. then you know, so do it like a bit Moji style, but in game, mm-hmm. and then, um, or you know, like a me maybe, and uh, then you would have them just live their lives and it'd be really, really funny. And then now that we have AI voices that are actually good, you could like buy celebrity voices or you could like, oh, that's a dark path. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't love it. I don't love it, but like, I'm uh, it's the Pandora's I, box is already open. Like we might I, as well. Like it used to be funny. Better. Hello, p- citizens of Fortnite. It is I Bernie Sanders. I am here to <laughs> tell you about the news. Thank you. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> right. No, but I, I do agree. I like the text to speech voices better. I think they're funnier. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, I think you cannot have this without the text to speech being crappy in some way. Even if you do buy like a Peter Griffin voice, it's got to be trained on like a bad model. You know, you got to be able to raise the pitch yeah. up and down in that yeah. weird yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Right. Raise the pitch up and down. Yeah. Adjust the tempo, the speed. Adjust their like they behave based on like the attributes you select for them. You're just what, saying voice is, mod. what we're saying is that Tamadachi life is Nintendo's seminal game and it's a shock yeah. and a shame <laughs> yeah. that it has not come to other platforms. This yes. talked me into it real quick. Cause I was like, Oh, you could be on an Island like in Tamadachi life. And I was like, wait, they already have the Fortnite map filled with like houses and stuff. Like they have already yeah. have all that in place. It's, it's just right all there. the weird Tamadachi stuff you'd have to do. But I mean, at it's, that point it's right yeah. there. And then right you, there. yeah, Exactly. So that's my pitch. Um, okay. I want to be. Chris, you have any? Uh, you have any other ideas, Chris, for for um, dead genres that you'd like to see Fortnite revive? Nope. I brought one in. I thought we'd linger on the more, so I didn't. Prepare. I'll give you one, Chris. <laughs> oh. Uh, say, oh. I don't have any. Uh, Halo custom games. So Halo custom games. They Halo should bring Halo games custom games oh, they- back because Halo Infinite's dead and it's not going to use them anyway. So why not put them in the game people actually play? God. Yeah, I believe they that's what this tech- said. They they technically they have tech- custom game. Like I've seen smaller yeah. gimmicky modes, but I'm talking like you already have build mode. I'm talking go forge. I'm talking yeah. 
Like I, again, I, I think they have that. People make like yeah. experiences in Fortnite. I think you got to be. But do like, they have Jenga? Do they have in, uh, infection? Do they have? I'm talking like all these really, really like uh, secondary game modes. Do they have Griff Ball mm-hmm. in Fortnite? I want Griff Ball in Fortnite. You actually, put the a very King in parking lot in. Actually, yeah, a there good was question. a Burger King. Yeah, I should search. I should search Griff Ball in Fortnite. Somebody probably made it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure some of this exists. Uh, to be fair, like I know that there is a custom but games platform. I know, I know what you're saying, though. Like, yeah. give people like a dreams type platform in Fortnite. Not even dreams. I'm. T- I'm just talking like there's no real way that I know of that I've seen to search for a lot of these things. Like Halo had a built-in search engine for these modes, and you could see what people were playing and what people were enjoying. So you found mm-hmm. really cool maps that you could play for like team deathmatch. Obviously, Fortnite's not really a team deathmatch kind of game. Uh, that changes it a little bit, but it could be. They, they yeah. could they could make that a more persistent mode. Um, it it is that yeah, actually not, not is a more the, like a more yeah. active persistent mode. Like it's a right. thing that exists, but they're not. That's not the a remote priority of theirs. Yeah, and and to yeah. be fair, I wasn't there for the days of Forge Halo, so I don't really know. Um, that's not true. You you played uh, Reach. I and played with Reach us a lot. I played Reach, but we didn't we didn't like make our own maps or like play on like forged maps quite often. It depended on how many people we had, because we would do infection nights. We would do like, especially in Halo infection. Three had Jenga. Halo Three had yeah. really fun Jenga. Jenga. <laughs> um, I never played Halo Three. That's the one that I missed out. Well, oh, I missed out on oh. every Halo not named Reach, basically. Oh, and and Infinite took and forever Infinite. to make all these things uh, a thing. Like mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Infinite's Forge took about a year and a half after its year delay. Mm-hmm. Um, custom games were not really remotely good for when I stopped playing. I'm sure they're okay now, but. You know, there's 10 people playing that game now. It, yeah. It, it's, it'd be cool to see, because Halo, because Fortnite already has, you know, things that Halo did before it, not necessarily first, but like, oh, you flipped your car, press the X button to flip it over, and it does stupid physics. Like, basic yeah. quality of life things uh, that Fortnite has are all um, taken and adapted from every other shooter. It's the it's the, the natural progression of the shooter genre. It takes everything uh, and doesn't really do much original itself and that's not a knock that's they they polish it really well so mm-hmm. to take more of that would be really cool because fortnite is what halo was in terms of being this phenomenon too many many more players of course you know yeah. halo you had to pay oh, yeah. for so yeah sean halo. what's yes. your real genre that is dead that you want to see come back and why should it come back in fortnite Dope, because uh, there's I have two. One I didn't really care to put in Fortnite, I just a genre I wanted to talk about. But we'll get to that because you made me think of how I can make this work for Fortnite. This other one, I thought of rail shooters. Love rail shooters. (laughs) 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 But hear me out. Hear me out. Rail shooter, but at an actual arcade, because you don't really have. I mean, sure, you have, like, House of the Dead and stuff like that, but you have a Fortnite rail shooter? Kids are going to lose their freaking mind. I'm going to lose my freaking mind. You're going to sit here and tell me that I'm not going to go on there and just be freaking going Super Saiyan shooting people? I'd do that. I'd do that, Dave and Busters. They do have the Halo rail shooter. They have the Minecraft Dungeons arcade uh, version. These exist. Like, these things. Yeah. I may have jumped the gun on laughing at that one. Yeah. But... But yeah, you put that like at a Dave and Buster's your set. But I also like it at an art, like an actual like arcadey at home type feel. Cause I really like, I mean, obviously you have <laughs> things like, uh, Star Fox and whatnot, but I think you could do like a lot of cool things, like actually implement more, uh, vehicles through Fortnite as rail shooters. And I think you could really do a lot of cool things with that. I just really miss rail shooters. I I'm you have honest. things like star Fox yeah. and I'm like, Oh, that's a dead series. <laughs> yeah, this is the dead be, series ooh. now. Yeah. It's de- <laughs> yeah. They'd also, much. Have, yeah. they'd also have like the little, uh, uh, rare style flappy noises. So you could have Peter Griffin yeah. doing the mumbly flappy noises. Yeah. And you could have the Peter copter in there too. <laughs> but thank you, Chris. God, uh, <laughs> real shooter was just kind of one of those fun things. Yeah, that's I a guess. that's a neat know. one actually. Uh, like that, that's a good way to get other... Fortnite into a physical arcade. Yeah. No, that's actually yeah. incredibly Which incredibly I'm fair. Surprised they haven't done. Um, but like I said, like they do that, kids are just going to run up to that and spend like all twenty bucks on every Dave and Buster's card on there. It's just going to happen. You're going to have to accept it, uh, Dave and Buster's. You should do that. Uh, thank me for that. Give me money for that, please and thank you. 
Actually, I'm not yeah, asking Dave and Buster's, what if you sponsored the Crubcast? What if? Just saying. Anyway. You can even have a Dave and Buster sword, like Final Fantasy VII in Apex Legends. Uh, the RPG mode in Apex Legends. <laughs> why, did, why did I think that it was a, why did I think it was a Dave and Buster's Final Fantasy VII sword? Like, it just it had, like, the, the, the Dave and Buster's uh, logo on the blade itself. I want to see That's... Dave jumping through the sky with his sword plunging. What? I Dave. just thought of Dave from Dave from yeah. Wendy's. No, Dave from Dave and Buster's. We've never seen what oh. he looks like. He might be Sephiroth. We don't know. Oh, oh I see. I was, why did I think of Dave from Wendy's? Man, that guy hasn't been there in like I, thirty years. I think I'm gonna, he's dead. I'm gonna, before we jump to your next one, Sean, I do want to say really quickly because I noticed uh, for those that don't know, we stream these live on Twitch every Tuesday at Twitch.tv/slash/Crub underscore official. Somebody in chat mm-hmm. said they should revive the survival horror genre by finally updating Save the World. I have written down as my my last one essentially: build and defend horde modes. Because Ooh. I wanted to make that joke. Someone beat me to it. Uh, if you want to catch these live with exclusive pre and post shows, go to the Twitch. If you want to catch those uh, pre and post shows after they are live, you can go to patreon.com slash crub, get that, and a bunch of other perks, uh, such as, Chris, what did you record recently? It was a... JTAR9 and I have been going through Makoto Shinkai's filmography, the Your Name director, and we've been going back and watching the mm-hmm. ones not called Your Name that no one ever really talks about. So we did Children Who Chase Lost Voices recently with Nico. I'm so used to that being just me and Justin. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Nico's there. But yeah, we you, did those. We were having a good time. Deep talks on those movies. Very good opinions, in my opinion. You and I have something that we're, we're, we're cooking up that will be really, want- really good if we do it. And it's coming <laughs> uh, probably in the next uh, month or so uh, to Patreon and probably only Patreon for a while. So you should go to patreon.com slash crub. It's going to be very fun. Uh, we always have a bunch of bonus content, essentially every week, just about, sometimes more than once a week. Uh, Mario Party game nights we do, uh, stuff like that. Final plug, if you're uh, listening in the audio realm, go to the YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube. If you're watching the video, hit the like button. If you're listening in the audio realm, leave a review. If you're listening in the video realm, go to your audio platform and leave a review, because those really help us uh, get to our goal of becoming Norway's number one podcast. We're pretty close, I think. I stopped checking, but we're, I'm sure we're close. We could be. So, yeah, Sean. I have, uh, one, I, I have one more yes. quick plug. Discord. Uh, oh yes, crowd.org yeah. slash join. Join the Discord. You, yes, you can be in the same Discord uh, as uh, Kevin the Golden Bolt, Mister Moriarty, Travis Guy, our, uh, our our friend Sean, our friend Chris, myself, Justin <laughs> Jtard Nine, and I like Brody. That phrasing. I um. <laughs> I couldn't think of adjectives for everybody. I always try to. I never can. But and and to clarify, the, the, Discord. The, the Discord is not part of the Patreon. That is just a thing that we have because we want to talk with the our fellow crubbers, our subscribers. It, it is free. Yeah. It now is. and now back to the show, Sean. That's me. What was the uh, other one before the idea of rail shooter came up that you wanted to say? Uh so the other one, which wouldn't really work in Fortnite. I mean, they probably could make it work, but I wouldn't play it because I don't like Fortnite. Um. <laughs> I have to throw that out there, is running gun games. The last one I can really think that hit really well was Cuphead. Um, oh. But you have, like, you know, Metal Slug. Metal Slug, I heard they came out with a... There's a, uh, there's a couple Metal Slug games that are coming out, right? Yeah, but, like, I think that's kind of the only thing that's been going on. Contra's not around anymore. I mean, it is, but it's not my Contra. Not my yeah. Contra. And, like, I, I really miss, like, those days of just having, like, one of your friends run around with you in these really difficult uh, running gun games. Um, and you don't really, I mean, sure, you don't really see, like, you know, many of those games. Maybe this could be a bigger rise in the indie genre. But, like, I just miss sitting down with a friend in a really difficult game, trying to, like, shoot the mess out of, like, aliens or monsters or random military things. and you don't it's just a simple sit down couch co-op type game and i really miss those types of games everyone just like hates yeah. Yeah, we all, gonna sit, no we all started once couch co-op fortnite would be cool nico you go um yeah i was just gonna say like basically the same thing like if fortnite revived like the army of two style couch co-op campaign i'd be very into that chris chris I have two thoughts. My first thought is that it's very interesting that beat-em-ups are kind of a actually very alive genre these days with consistently well-known and liked releases. But mm-hmm. something like Contra, yeah, I never really thought about it. That's not a thing, even though that kind of scratches yeah, it, sort of the same itch, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like in that 
vicinity, but it's not quite the same because like it, it, it's, it's it's different. Yeah, yeah, but it's like the same vibe of like we're gonna sit down on the couch and just blow through this like two hour thing, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, there. Yeah. Which made me think if that were to be put in Fortnite, I was thinking like this mixed with like the Nintendo ninety nine series they do, and I was like, oh, mm. ninety nine contra characters running through with like things blasting people through and you got to try to kill them but also not get caught yeah. in a crossfire it would be a mess but so it could work that jumps into the thought i had just now which was top down arcade shooter because mm. you can oh, use yeah. the gliders you buy in fortnite and that would be <laughs> your your vehicle that you're then shooting all the enemies from i could yeah. have the peter copter yeah, yeah. He, it always yeah. it always comes back to the Peter Look, Copter. I have two interests in Fortnite. It's the racing game. It's that I can be Peter Griffin. So it's just <laughs> it's a through line, you know. Chris, yeah. when like was the, the last time you watched Family Guy? Uh, I saw oh. a clip on TikTok as someone was telling a horrible Reddit story about it. Does that count? <laughs> see, I told but you just, that. See, but it's funny. I I watched the entire series last year at some point. The entire series. Yeah. yeah, Family Guy full series retrospective. Nine it's, not that, it's not that hard to get through. I'm it's really you. not that hard There's to so get much. through. It's just it's family. Yeah, Could but you it's imagine family sitting guy, down like, and declaring that you're going to watch an entire hundred plus hundreds plus episode series exclusively what, for patreoncom slash crub. Anyway, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> anyway, I just really like the idea of the Peter Carpenter going through gradient style, like, and just shoot. Chris oh. sent us Chris sent us in our like in our oh chat for the podcast today. He sent us a picture of just straight up like a promotional image or like an in-game capture yeah. of Peter riding in on the Peter Copter. And oh, I man. just could not stop it's, laughing. It's a, I've been checking the in-game shop. Yeah. It's available today. So it, as of recording this. Oh, it is. I, yeah, I've got to go about. do some uh, some uh, and, match challenges. Huh? And for those of you who are uh, listening, I want you to know that when uh, Kevin brought up like, hey, do you have that Family Guy picture? I thought he was talking to me because I have an entire folder of Family Guy pictures. But no, it was just <laughs> a folder about of Kingdom Hearts gameplay. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to scream. It feels it's like right up there. It was like that Twitter prompt. It's like, who got oh the one Family Guy photo? And Sean's like, which one? <laughs> It's right up there with Donnie Motes's birth certificate. <laughs> I I hate everything about that that episode of the Crubcast. I I love it. It is oh. so Dude, just just to watch the chaos happen during that. It was just because I messed up, but I wasn't fixing it. <laughs> Donnie Motes, baby. Um, so so shout out to that episode of the Crubcast. Go find it. I'm not going to tell you what number it is. I don't, I don't know care. which one it was. Um, do we have any other uh, Fortnite genres? And I do want to say before, while you guys mm -hmm. think if you have any more, uh, that again, this isn't necessarily specific to Fortnite outside of the Peter Griffin thing. It's more that Fortnite is the only game that's become a platform in itself that could pull this off. Roblox is technically another that does this, uh, to be yeah. fair, but they exploit child labor, so we don't talk about them. Yeah, Fortnite <laughs> might, but we don't know about it, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I could see Fortnite bringing back the. Well, I was gonna say like the home trivia genre, because Jackbox Ooh, yeah. kind of fell off, and I feel they, like they released Fortnite, another one like three months ago. No, I know, but they fell off. That's like the quality is degrading. Have you played the new one? You know, I always play the new ones. I haven't played this most recent new one yet, but like I've been, mm. I played all of them up to this point. If there's anyone I trust to be playing every new Jackbox, I guess it'd be Nico, actually. Yeah, it's the man who yeah. watches every Family Guy episode. Yeah. <laughs> As a challenge. I'm glad you've taken that mantle from me. Despite I Yo, still Nico, you should play Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I was about to say, you're just taking everything. See, now that would be funny to do for not. two hours on no. one Crub stream. Me could, play Kingdom Hearts I would, for two I hours. Would, you would probably would, beat Kingdom Hearts faster than you beat Doom Eternal, to be fair. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's true. No. He'd get no. to the Alice in Wonderland platforming part and be like, what do I do? And to be There's fair, that. same, but... Uh, to be honest with you, fellas, I have played Kingdom Hearts in my life. I haven't finished it. Uh, okay. I, don't like I think this. I, I think I got so I, Tarzan. I could be manufacturing. I think okay. I got to the Cerberus fight, like the three-headed dog, three-headed one. Olympia. Yeah, the Hercules world. Okay. I think Sorry. I got there. That's what I remember. I only ever. I think I might have bought the second gummy ship. Oh, you could I buy. did not. Okay flag you as someone who would have played kingdom hearts let alone get like far in it 
Wow. Are you going to go to that Disney Swinger website, Nico? Don't. 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 (laughs) I didn't hear what he said. Just okay. Let it it go. I'm surprised you played a Disney game, though, because that came out after you got traumatized by Disney. No, no. It came out before. Um, When did you get traumatized? Were you like five or like six? Oh, nine. 2009. You were traumatized in. What happened in 2000? What what is this? Nine? Oh, that no, was, 2005. Sorry, 2005. You're okay, right. Kingdom Hearts 5. One would have been. It was 2005. You said you were right. You were right. I was wrong. Was Kingdom Hearts 2005, I was. I met you in 2009. So if you were like, I've recently been hit on no, the hand it was by a Disney chef. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk what? about that story. Should I tell yeah, that story? Yeah, tell us right now. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. All right. Yeah. So, um, you know, when I was a young lad, um, somewhere, somewhere south of 10 years old, we... Um, I, my family took me to Disney World, and um, I love them to death for that. You know, I mean, well, I don't love them to death for that, but I love them to death, and they did in, that in spite of that. And yeah, in spite <laughs> of that. So there's um, so many the, children out there that are like, God, I'll never get to go to Disney World. I no, wish I could I, go. And you're like, man, my parents took me to no, Disney World. No, but I know. That's what I, but I, I told them so many times. I was like, I don't want to go. 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 Okay. They want to go. And they were like, but we want to give you this experience as parents. And that's why I'm saying they're good parents, right? Like they were trying to give me that experience that kids have, but I was actively saying, no, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. Like I'd, you know, I would have much rather gone to universal. Um, well, okay. No, I lied. I would have much rather not gone on vacation. And I still hold that, that opinion. <laughs> Nico, what traumatized I, you? <laughs> okay. Just get to that. So we went to Disney World. We go to MGM Studios. They have this theme restaurant there that is in the 1950s. And the whole thing is that the waiters and waitresses are your parents. And you walk in and they're like, hi, we're your mom and dad. And I thought that was weird because yeah, I, like I was a child and I couldn't process that. <laughs> and um, my parents didn't understand that I couldn't process that. And so we sat down at the table. Now, mind you. The table's height. Now I, I'm I'm very short. I was very short back then. The table okay. was up to like my chin. Like it was a high table, mm-hmm. right? And they, Hi. they, you know, the waiters and waitresses do their whole thing. They're like, oh, but you got to abide by the manners where your mom and dad. And then like you know, I was I was um mm-hmm. eating my chicken nuggets as one does after going through the the <laughs> after such an experience. Know, the pageantry, right? Yeah. And the waiter, and to be honest with you, right? The waiter probably tapped me. Probably wasn't wasn't a lot, but I was a child and I couldn't and I didn't know any better and I didn't mm. understand it. And so the waiter like hit me with a spatula and I perceived it as being whipped with the spatula. That was that's my side of the story. Um okay. and he was like, no elbows on the table. Like uh 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 mm. no elbows on the table. Cause my you know, the 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 table was so high. I had to put my elbows on it to get good leverage on these chicken nuggets. And it was, um, you good know, leverage on these chicken nuggets. How are chicken yeah. nuggets part of two of your origin stories for one thing? Oh gosh. Well, it might've been chicken tenders to be honest with you. Uh, I don't really remember, but, okay. um, well, and also because I, I only ate like five foods as a child, I eat a lot more things now. I, I legitimately, I only ate chicken nuggets, um, pizza without the cheese on it. I took the cheese off. I don't I, do that I, anymore. Don't I, I don't do that anymore. I'm I'm uh, I'm good now. I'm straight. I understand. I understand that as a I'm, child. I'm set with food. We're good. Right. Um, but yeah. So <laughs> that uh, was it. That was it. Just those two things. Well, they they whipped me with the spatula, and like I just couldn't process it as a child. And like my parents kept telling me, "No, Nico, it's part of the joke. It's part of the joke. It's part. Just go along with it. Just go along with it." Just and a like, prank, bro. Yeah, it's just yeah, a prank. Well, but, uh, to be th- fair that's pretty much what I got told. And like, you can't tell that to like someone who's under 10 years old. Yeah, right. They, like, I, I don't remember exactly how old I, I was. Right. But like, you know, um, I, you can't say that to a child and just say it's part of the, ju- like you gotta No, The yeah, correct answer is, Hey, this is my, my child. He's clearly not into the bit. Just serve him like normal. 
Like I, I that's would, I would say it's that's more the so proper can we, response. Nico, don't touch my child one day. I want you to take them to that that restaurant where they roast you. Oh no way! <laughs> no way! I'm not going to Dick's no, Last Resort. For, hurt people, hurt people, Nico. You gotta, yeah. <laughs> Did you wear nothing from The Last of Us Part Two? My elbow is on the table Dude, right now. Oh my I, I'm gosh! Not gonna, I'm Look not going to lie to you. Look down. I think it's. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like kind of even with you to the sense so i'm like man that's an incredibly weird one-off gimmick for a restaurant at disney like yeah. why would they do that yeah, but i'm also like, like i don't know if i would then walk back and be like all of that is bad now i'd just be like man that was a weird restaurant no i, I didn't i already back. I already I, was not on the Disney train like before mm, that. It just that was, was just never a my final straw. That was when you were yeah, like, "That's it." It was a, yeah. It was Elbows sort of a straw. Boys. Well, I'll tell you the the um the straw was that broke the camel's back was when I started like learning more about how business works and how Disney does stupid. like business. Okay, well that's more that's more fair then. <laughs> um, and so that was the real like straw in the cam that broke the camel's back. I just didn't mm. like the Disney aesthetic before that. I didn't I wasn't as much as I was a child, right? I didn't have a sense of humor as a kid, so I grew up very serious and I was not in the Target demo to mm. begin with, if I'm honest with you. And like okay, you know, okay. um I, I was always more of like a Halloween guy, like a horror type guy or like comedy and things like that right and so you know I, I always liked more that kind of stuff um i was big into zombie movies you know what okay. i'm saying where are yeah. we circling back to out of this one nowhere um so i nowhere. want there to be a star wars to. restaurant <laughs> no i want there to be a no. star wars restaurant at disney world uh where they do the same thing but they do it and you're a youngling and they force feed you blue milk and they keep feeding you and feeding you and you're not allowed to stop. I want to work there, but it's Anakin. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I was waiting for the Anakin <laughs> mention where you just get sliced out. <laughs> that or it's like... It's, it's, the, it's, no, it's uh, the same guy with the spatula from the other place. <laughs> it's a spatula lightsaber. I've been waiting for you, Nico. <laughs> I was waiting for it to be like the A New Hope Duel bar. Duel of Fate starts playing. And, and I you just go pull in out. and you just get shot. And then Revisionist History 30 years later is like, actually, he shot first. I put, I yeah, yeah. And Star, Wars, Star Wars victim blamed. Yeah, I can't wait for that being Kingdom Hearts 4. Oh my God. Credo did nothing wrong. McClunky. Oh, oh my God. Um, yeah, dude. No, yeah. I, I feel like I'd show up with like a drumstick that's a lightsaber. <laughs> like, no, not today. I'm... Because yeah. like, dude, but then like, that's like a lightsaber. It's an well, incredible out of context quote. But it's it's yeah. so Nico too, though, when you think about it. Like, out of anything he could bring with him, well, a drumstick been, lightsaber. Well, if they have a spatula lightsaber, and I have a, I figured I would get a drumstick lightsaber. You have no? to slice him down with what he was eating as a child. You see? Yeah, you have oh, to bring okay. like a so chicken tender a lightsaber. Knife. I was going to say a chicken tender lightsaber. I've this chicken tender for years. Is it moldy and gross? Yes, but I'm going to kill you with it. God. I'm going to get my payback. Dude, the, the chicken finger shiv is wild. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a lightsaber. You just like stab him with it. like a stale chicken finger that I've whittled down to a shiv. Take a turkey wishbone. <laughs> And then, oh, then you, but like you do it from behind, you're just like, no more elbows on the table. It's like a bad Russian roulette. Like you and the guy, like whoever gets the wish piece lives, I guess, Ooh. right? You do wish bones, but with a gun, and you're just both holding. <laughs> that's just, that's just Russian roulette. <laughs> no, but you're both holding the gun. What oh, if <laughs> you did wish bone, but with gun? Wow. Where is this gone? Wow. God. But well, anyway, if, you don't, play that? if you don't <laughs> tune into the exclusive pre and post show, uh, oh, grub listeners, God. then I really implore you to do so. Mm -hmm. um, wow. I, what an excellent callback. <laughs> what a way to celebrate yeah. my birthday. So God. happy birthday, by the way. Everyone, happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Sean, Sean. 10 days later that it's his birthday. Yes. Yeah. Do that. Uh, make I, sure that <laughs> you subscribe for my birthday. 
I'll close with a with a rapid fire question here, I suppose, for okay. this part of the discussion. The other idea that we were thinking about talking about when we talked about dead genres was which genres should stay dead. Uh, mm. Off the top mm. of your head, does anybody have a genre that they're like, no, that shouldn't come back? Turn based. That didn't. It's- <laughs> Turn based. What? Just say I it. Want, I want you to know that, like, I had an answer, and the moment you said turn-based, it just went away. It's just, <laughs> it's just gone. I mean, just turn-based, that's the answer. Oh, my God. All turn-based. <laughs> Chris, off the top of your head, are there any genres turn-based? I hate turn-based games. Sure, why not? Let's go with that. <laughs> that's my answer, too, actually, now that we mention it. <laughs> I, and my thoughts just stopped. I'm like, I guess he means role-playing games. I know he means role-playing games, but turn-based. No, he's talking about the Doom Java phone game. It's a turn-based shooter. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's a real thing. Course. That's a real thing. Oh my God. Doom Java phone game. Yeah. I think it's two. Oh, yeah. Doom 1 and Doom 2 RPG. You know, I'll be controversial. City builders. They're awesome. But oh. when, was, when was the last really good one that came out and didn't need like 30 packs of DLC to make it good? I second that. That that's actually a. Mm, I guess a genre I should be like real into and keeping up with. But City Skyline Two came out and didn't work, and I was just like, man, if that game comes out and doesn't work, then what hope is there for City? I'll jump off of that and I'll say, as much as I like them, Tycoon Games, because it's just people Mm. with anxiety pretending they can manage Walmart. And guilty. (laughs) And I think that at that point, it's like if you can if you can manage this thing get the capital and do it yourself <laughs> yeah uh, make yeah, one bathroom in your roller coaster theme park or whatever and then yeah. make a restaurant where you hit all the children valid <laughs> here here's mine it finally came back to me after all this time oh truck driving simulators to stay Ooh, dead just, just stay dead stay just dead truck, truck driving simulators. Speci- i would have said i would have said the train simulator genre because that does very well but i don't understand how yeah, I think I think I agree. Like just yeah, the anything fact, simulators that are not like there's a lot of specific. Now. You know yeah. what it is? It's some guy called Reginald with like a curled mustache, and he has his little basement, and like he has this monitor set up, so he feels like he's in an actual train cab, and he streams it, and he's like, "Thanks for the choo choo bits," and that's all he does every day when he gets home. <laughs> no, but he's like those are, and that's how it are, succeeds. Do you think there are, are like loot ones. box whale streamers for for you the train say- simulator? I we'll thought you were going to say, like, whale I'm hunting not, simulator for a second. No, no, train no. Sim, uh, train sim and flight sim are, like, the innocent ones. Like, I think I'm thinking mm. more of, like, your goat simulators and things like that. Oh. Where those, it's like Some of those are fun. The where it's, like, ones, meant to be, like, a tongue-in-cheek version yeah. of yeah. something that was once meant to be an actual simulator. Yeah. You, no, I mean, I'm, like, the I'm with super you. serious ones. Yeah. This, the, like, overly serious where you have to actually put the push the correct buttons. No. Mm. Just, just freaking go, you slut muffin! I'll, yeah, I'll it's- bounce off of I'll bounce off of that and say one that just came to mind: mm. uh, retro revivals. <laughs> because the I things like that them. bring back dead things should stay dead. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, a Shovel Knight's the mm. one game that was like, "Hey, we've done it. We don't need to do anymore," and they still keep being made. I saw one that was like a Castlevania game that's coming out. We already oh. had Bloodstained that exists. Like blood, like, like Curse of the Moon is really, really good. Mm. Like Inti Creates already makes these things, and I feel like I, I'm tired of. I like that people are getting the games that like they liked as a child and getting new, worse versions of those things most of the time. But I'm getting tired of that being so many like small indie front mm. uh, productions yeah. because you know that these people are more creative than that. And it's, yeah. I get that, you know, there's 20,000 indie games that come out a year. It's hard to get on the market. It's hard to sell uh, whatever, unless you're like, oh, this is inspired by Scrimbo Bimblo. Mm. And I don't know. I just, so many of them aren't done well enough to justify existing a lot of the time. Cause it's like, oh, this is pretty okay. I'm glad I spent I- $2 on this. Yeah, I can see that. Cause like I do buy a lot of like indie platformers, mm-hmm. uh, and some of them, like, obviously they're inspired by, but it also kind of feels like it's copied rather than inspiration. Um, and it, it kind of like just, okay, I, this, this feels like so and so, but I'd rather be playing that game than this. Yeah. Like, there's, like, there's, go ahead, Chris, go ahead. 
I've gotten like three emails in the last week, actually, now that I'm remembering. Because I, I just see them when I wake up and I just don't even think about it on my phone. Yeah. But three different emails from indie developers, God bless them, reaching out, being like, I'm making an outrun inspired game. I see that you cover racing games. You might like it. And I click through and I look and it's like a top down isometric racing. I'm like, that's not outrun. A, everything you said is right, Kevin. But B, stop lying to me about it also. Like, I know outruns I'm the so, game. But don't I'm so just, glad. Don't just say outrun if you're not outrun. That's a different game. <laughs> I'm so glad I unsubscribed from all those emails because, oh my God, <laughs> they, they were constant for a long, long time. And that's that's probably why I'm so disillusioned with it. But mm. like, you know, there's like ukulele where if if there's a ukulele two that eventually comes and they make it, you know, a, a combination of what the first game tried to do and the second game uh, succeeded at doing. There's room for that to exist. You know, yeah. Hat in Time is really beloved. I think that game's mid. Um, but it, <laughs> that's that because there, okay. it's a retro revival in the style of someone who's not a native game designer coming in and kind of just saying, what if I make this game and then I make a different game for the next world and then I make a different game for the next world? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's got stellar well, actually, Kevin, I, I have a bit of a surprise. We have the creator of, of Hat in Time yeah. here ready to interview sure. right yeah. now. He's got a spatula. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it does. It, 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 I, I do really like a hat in time. Uh, for it, it does. The only thing, as you said, I don't like that it just kind of breaks away from the gameplay each world. Um, I, you know, we'll, we'll it, talk about it. Stuff. Well, it reminds me of, and I've talked about this on on prior episodes and on the the pre and post shows before. It reminds me of like a lot of Sony Japan Studio in the PS3 era, where mm-hmm. the key. The general key to game design in a lot of uh, developers' minds is your game should be like four or five ideas and you iterate on those ideas and then you make them better over the course of the game. You know, you you stick to a few things, you make them really, really good. Mm -hmm. So many indie games, uh, because uh, just like, you know, something like uh, doing a podcast or or doing – because this is just radio, but worse – uh, way worse <laughs> something something <laughs> something like yeah. this or you know a youtube creator versus uh ign reviewer it's become uh, democratized anyone can do it and therefore people that maybe hadn't uh considered entering the field of game design before and haven't like properly professionally studied it they go in and they say oh would be really cool if i add this thing now and they go based on like their you know their whims and yeah. that can make for an interesting experience if done right. But most of these aren't doing a like a WarioWare style. Oh, we can throw everything at the wall and it works. Yeah. They're they're trying to capture one vibe while changing their own vibe constantly. And that's yeah. kind of my issue with a lot of retro revivals now is that mm. because there's not like a steady hand behind a lot of them, they mm. feel um, for lack of a better term uh, – ADHD to some capacity, which makes yeah. sense because I'm gonna I'm gonna venture to say, uh, as four people in this call who have ADHD, that a lot of a lot of indie fledgling game designers are also probably in that same boat, you know, yeah. and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But there there's there's a reason that in a in a more professional outlet that stuff tends to get like, hey, you know, let's keep you in scope here because things get yeah. expensive. Yeah, because you do kind of need someone to like reel you back with a lot of your ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I, this is nowhere even near close, but I've been like working on a game, learning game development and whatnot. And like I've gone to a couple game developer friends, like, hey, what do you think about this and this and this? And they've given me like really good pointers, like, hey, that's a good idea, but that's not going to work. Cut it out, you know. And they've helped me realize, okay, you know, step by step and kind of realize how to go about that process. And it's really interesting because like a change of gameplay, you know, a change of pace can be nice here and there, but when you do it so much, what's your identity at that point? Are you really, you know, a platformer or are you just like a mini game run around hub world type deal? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it reminds me of, there was a clip that I saw about, I think God of War one, maybe God of War two's design that went around uh, this past week where it was Corey Barlog talking about like the stuff that goes into a simple set piece where it's like, it was like him, Kratos shaking a pillar. And they're talking, you mean Valhalla and I like God of War two. No, I'm sorry. God of War two, like proper. Oh, okay. oh, oh, yeah. oh, seven. God of War two. Sorry. Gotcha. Thank you. Yeah. 
Um, but talking about what went into it back then, because this, this is when this dude had hair and it was like not gray. Mm. Um, and he's talking about, okay, we have this idea to make this pillar shake based on a QTE. And there's enemies mm. on top that have to die when you defeat it or something to that extent. And he's talking about, okay, so we need to have the designers on board. Then we need to have the, the combat designers on board to make sure the enemies can respond properly. We need the, the gameplay designers on board because they need to make sure the controller inputs actually affect the animation. We need a graphics guy. We need a sound guy. We need a music guy. All of this for a thing that lasts 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an, it's an economy of scale at a point, you know? And yeah. that's a thing that, uh, it leads to a lot of these indie games taking 10 years to be made because mm-hmm. you need discipline to do it. I, I speak as somebody who was going to enter a, a career in game development. And then when I started programming in high school, that was my goal. I was going to do that. Then, uh, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, I started working on games and I knew how to keep myself in scope. But the, the thing that people don't talk about with a lot of game development is the things that you learn aren't from watching, like, tutorial videos. Like, that's mm. usually what you would do when you're learning. Uh, the things you learn are from when you're hitting your keyboard with your head again and again and again, trying to find out why one bug specifically is breaking everything. And then yeah. when you find out, you go to Stack Exchange and you're like, uh, this is what's, this is my issue. And someone says, oh, you forgot a period. Yep. And it's, it's stuff, like, it's stuff like that constantly mm-hmm. for months it- and years. And, and that's why, like, a lot of RPGs, indie RPGs, take such a really long time, because in indie RPGs, say you have, like, a cutscene, you have to write so much for that cutscene, and then that cutscene's done. Yep, and it's just all, like, it, unless you've it, scripted it as a, as a, yeah. as an engine component, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Unless you but have like, a specific engine script, a script in place to, to handle cutscenes mm-hmm. and movement in cutscenes, which you should, it should be a thing you do. It should be, but... Otherwise, you're doing it individually, like Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon yeah. Gen 7, Sun and Moon, the Lily, the girl. Was it Lily? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like 200 of her character model in the game. It's identical mm-hmm. because they they didn't just have a global Lily model. They they yeah. used a new they, – they placed a new instance in every single time they needed her to show up. Mm-hmm. And that does sometimes happen in any development because – a lot of times, like, you will have that scene and then you'll never use that stuff again, which, again, it comes down to having a process, having that same cycle to go back to. Um, and it, that comes from, one, learning from other people and two, experience, uh, at least from my standpoint, because, like, again, I'm very early in game development. I've been working on it for, like, about a year um, and I'm nowhere near close. So ignore any any of that. But... It's so interesting because you learn so much the more you do, and then you kind of use that moving forward where, like, a set piece that would take you, like, two days to do, you can do in, like, two hours. I, I don't know. A game development's such an interesting, painstakingly focus-oriented uh, passion, I guess, because uh, I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing this just to create. Yeah. And... It, it, there's so much that comes down to it that I really respect. Like, while yes, I'm critical of a lot of indie games, the amount of effort that goes into it cannot be, uh, misstated. Like, there's yeah. so much that goes into it. And I respect the piss out of people that do that because, like, oh my God, so much goes into it. Um, yeah. and I, I love that and I appreciate that unless you do complete asset flips that are just scams and, you know, piss off. But, uh, other than that, <laughs> Sean, you should put an RNG thing into your game where the enemy comes up and then you both hold a wishbone together and then it's 50 50. That's a gun. Is it a gun? gun. It's a gun. It's a gun. It's a wishbone gun. You could say it's Persona inspired. A retro revival of Persona. A retro revival of Persona. I think I've seen that somewhere too, which maybe just circles back to like why. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do that. You can wear your inspirations on your sleeve. Yeah. uh, it's sort of, again, I'm going to use the YouTuber comparison here. Everyone starts off ripping off their favorite YouTuber when they start, and then you yeah. find your own identity. If you haven't found your own identity by the end, you're going to be in for a bad time. Eventually, mm-hmm. even if it's not that game, it might be when it releases and you're like, oh, this got this many sales because it's probably going to get that many anyway. But you got to yeah. give yourself the best foot forward in, a, right. in an exceedingly competitive industry. And if all you do in standing out is say, hey, look, I'm inspired by this thing. 
you better hope there are a lot of, you know, influencers you can send a free code to so that they're nice to you because that's that's the main way you're going to get your press nowadays mm. uh, versus if you have a really standout, polished, uh, not stripped back, but uh, thought out experience where uh, I can't think of the right word for it. But if, if you if you've got that effort and you've got it scaled to exactly where it should be and it's very tight. You're going to get a lot more people that are going to want to engage with it versus quirky and a lot of things. That's a really oh, long sure. well, sidebar. And people, people do this in music all the time, but, you know, as opposed to it being like sort of a socially driven thing where people reach out to you to give you um, codes or whatever, like people will, um, you know, here's my album. Yeah, they'll do like, here's my album. But like, or did when I write people- the song of the summer? Right. Thing. And like, you know, when people have not found <laughs> their own voice, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I do see a lot of things nowadays. And honestly, I'm fans of some of the people who do this, which is taking the older style and doing sort of the retro revival music edition, right? Where they'll like make, you know, like either a, a new Jack Swing song or like a, like a, you know, like whatever Lawsy does, like the 2000s pop type, you know, R&B stuff that, that you don't really see a lot of now. People will do it, and then they unfortunately become one-hit wonders because they have one song that pops off, and then the rest of their songs are just imitations of, of stuff. And I'm not saying Lawsy is, but maybe a little. I love Lawsy's music, yes. so I, I'm, I'm not criticizing it. I just mm. think I just Feels. think it is true that you know, the charm maybe wears off after a while on people who don't love that. And and it depends. I'll shout out uh, to a similar kind of capacity, your album, because Mm -hmm. that album was specifically designed to be a thing where it kind of expanded from multiple genres, but it carried through a a narrative through line because that was the thing Mm -hmm. that you and I talked about when you were first like, I'm going to do an actual album this time. And, uh, you know, you, you struggle with writing Uh, not based on your own experience. Mm. So, you know, you wrote a song about Disney being mean to you. And I was like, Hey, maybe don't make that. But that was a weird one. uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait, did I actually do that? Is that true? Probably not. I don't know, but (laughs) it is now it's no, cause I've always, I've thought about it. Like, that's why I'm like, I've thought about it, which is why I was like, wait, did I actually (laughs) execute on that and forget? (laughs) Oh my God. I, and like, and I, I had told you at that point, like, why don't you take this thing that we worked on in high school and college and mm-hmm. take that storyline and adapt it so that you you know that you can get into this character's shoes, tell yeah. the story from that character's perspective, and you can explore several yeah. different genres in doing so while they all still have some narrative or musical through line to them. Yeah. And uh, I think that that's the sort of thing that works if you do it in a way that is designed. If you're yeah. making a game that is intentionally going to jump between genres – there has to be a point to it. Yes. Yep. Um, um, agree strongly. I, yeah. The I, the only thing I want to... Oh, do you have anything? No, no. I, I, I don't know why I said things. Oh. Uh, I was just going to... This is the last thing I have to say on the topic. Um, and this is just from my experience. And it's my birthday. You have to listen to this advice. You don't have a choice. You're welcome. <laughs> it's my birthday. Uh, okay. <laughs> so to, wait, wait. But, I'm writing this down on your birthday. You on ha- your yeah. birthday, you get to give unsolicited advice, no matter how many points you have. This is Sean's yes, birthday, sloppy. Yeah, yeah, it is. It. it is, uh, and it's kind of wet. Just Wait, not- Sean, you you do have negative twenty nine points, by the way. You're welcome. Uh, here, here's the thing that I've learned is create something that you want to create, whether that be writing down music, writing a poem, uh, trying to work on a game, making a video. Do something you want to make. Do something you enjoy. Number one. Number two, be yourself. We can be inspired, but be yourself in some way, shape, or form. You hold so much power within yourself that you may not even know it. People will resonate with who you are. The right people will. Not everybody. It sucks to say, but the right people will resonate with you. The right people will be there. And number three, don't be afraid to push yourself. Just do not be afraid to do that because there's going to be times where it's difficult, where it sucks. And you're just like, you want to pull your hair out or scream. Sometimes take a day off. Be kind to yourself. 
but also push yourself to take that next step to see what you can do outside the box. Because so often we look at what's inside the box that we don't see what's around us to take that inspiration. So let me tell you this one more time. Do those three things and you'll do awesome. Happy birthday, me. Happy birthday, Sean. Happy birthday, Sean, an audience member whose birthday is Happy today. Birthday. Happy birthday to yeah. you. Yes, you don't do I'd that, say your name. <laughs> Happy birthday uh, to the country of Norway, which was also founded on on today. Yeah, we love I don't, you. Norway, Norway, you up? Why aren't you listening, Norway? Does Does Norway have a Twitter? Can I DM them? Probably. Yeah. Could. <laughs> oh man! Well, speaking of DMing, you can okay. DM us a Patreon God. question oh. of the week <laughs> if you go to okay. patreoncom scrub where we can get the Patreon question of the week. Uh, the week, Chris, would you care to read? that off today let's hope this i'll read it off cameras up the patreon question of the week is from Mm -hmm. tk hub world uh okay so there's we i'm going to read the exact quote and then we're going to take our interpretation of it because we i I didn't quite understand this so i rewrote it um okay i'm loving the video game character in real life content here's my question everyone write on a piece of paper a non-human npc and a chore reveal npcs before writing chores uh who would be able to do all four chores best the way that I had interpreted that was which non-human NPC would be the worst at chores. <laughs> that's the way that I'm going to answer it, at least. Yeah, because okay. that's, a very, so non- that's a very long topic otherwise. Okay. As a kind, gentle, general rule, uh, just a question mm-hmm. prompt is preferred. Uh, very, uh, uh, yes. uh, that's like a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So which which non-human or it says non-human NPC. I don't think it's has to be non-human. Uh, which NPC would be the worst at chores? Um I'm going to say Well, I think I have an answer given the the episode where we um did the the draft that one time and my oh, wild card true. and my wild card was the orphan of cause and it was just awful at everything. That's true. So like it was awful yeah. at everything except fighting. So I think it's the orphan of cause from Bloodborne. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Sephiroth would be the worst on a date. That's, oh, not, Sephiroth that, that's not a chore, but it could be. If it's not going Sephiroth, well, it's, it's a chore pretty quickly. Sephiroth yeah. and all your anime loner characters would actually suck at dates because you'd be like, oh, where'd you grow up? And they'd be like, you wouldn't understand. I grew Titus. up in Nibelheim. Uh, Titus <laughs> from, from Final Fantasy X. Uh, okay. Oh, I nice. think that Titus would be the worst at reading because he would be reading everything and he would look at it and say, this is my story. Okay. No one else is allowed <laughs> to tell a story. Um, I I would. Okay, that's actually a good one. My answer is Clunko. He's got big, dumb, that cartoon sounds, ham hands. That okay. sounds made up. Is that a real character name? It's yes, Clunko from Banjo Tooie. Clunko. Well, he was in Kazooie too, right? He's, yeah, he's one know. who throws the oranges at you. Other. Yeah, he's, he's from Banjo Tooie. Oh my god! He's from, uh, that's so close to Scrungo. Wrinkly Kong would be really bad at being alive for a little bit. <laughs> right. If her task was uh, be alive, exactly. you do a pretty bad job. Being yeah. alive is um, a chore. Oh, can we make that a shirt? Like a knockoff Wrinkly Kong? Yeah. And then being alive she's, is a chore. She's coming out of All like right. a God. Yeah. The ghost. Yeah. You know what? Yes. Do that. <laughs> I'm not t- saying the other thing planned for our crowd merch store because I don't want someone to steal it. But we know yeah, that's too. a really good one. That's but really I, good I one. kid you not, I would unironically wear the piss out of that shirt. That would be, it'd be, the, it'd be the Watto. Don't bother me till I've had my coffee. I wear that to the gym. <laughs> I believe you. I believe it, you. Yeah, I do too. That makes my sense. My favorite part about that is the Watto. So we made Watto shirts for all of the Crub Boys for mm. too many games the one year. Uh, right. This is this is Watto independently then became a charity room meme because we were just doing the voice anyway. For those that follow, you know. I, each of us, but we were doing Watto over like PSN and Discord and just playing Apex and making dumb Watto jokes. And it mm. became a, a thing down to we made Watto shirts for too many games because we were like, that'd be really funny. Yeah. There's one extra shirt that we don't know where it went. Yeah. It was not at the Airbnb <laughs> that when we left. No yeah. one who, like, everyone checked their bags afterwards. It does not exist. So there's yeah. a, a, there's a, a ninth. Don't bother me till I've had my coffee. Watto shirt where he has a chain and a cigar. Yeah, and like, someone yeah. has that. Someone. 
You can open you never up a Wonka bar and find it yourself. You could be the lucky one. <laughs> Ooh, and Charlie and the Esports Factory. I, I, God, no. <laughs> Charlie, sorry, that, is that a Wonka shirt? God. I, just, I also find it funny that like I haven't watched Star Wars, and yet I wear that shirt religiously. I yeah. had one person like ask me about that shirt one time. I'll never forget it. He like came up to me and was like, oh, what did he say? Because I was like, hot, not high. I was like hyped up on a pre-workout. What did he say to me? doesn't matter. Anyway, Croc is the worst at everything. That's he's walking up to you and he's I like, can, I can tell you what someone said to me wearing that shirt. I was wearing it on a, like a zoom call. And so the, uh, and like a, like a zoom call for work. And so the, the frame was like this and it just said, don't bother me. And it was a picture of Watto <laughs> with the chains and the blood. And my boss, my boss at the time was just like, Oh yeah, don't bother me, huh? Like I, I see, I see how it is. So I've had my <laughs> coffee. Like, oh you, no! Buddy. And I was like, oh no, no, it's not like that. I just need my coffee. And see? then you, you stood up and you're not wearing pants, and you're like, oh no! It's <laughs> <laughs> like just a co- pantsless coffee. No, all right. I, I always, I, I actually do make a point to wear pants every every time that I'm working from home. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, what about when you're doing the crowdcast? <laughs> yeah. You want to try me? I no. do. I, I do, do not. I you do. think I'm wearing pants right now? Stand up right now. Right now. Rodinger's pants. Stand, what if I'm not? Up. Stand I could up just right not now. be wearing pants. Stand up. You're not going to do it. But I could just not be it's wearing pants. It's my birthday. You have right to do this it. Moment, it's my up. birthday. You, you have to do it. Stand up. All right. It's my birthday. I'm and telling you to listen to Hit the bumper. Hit the bumper. Hit the bumper.